The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Mind Body Pause with Charlie Kale. Holistic living for you and your animals. You found your happy place to nurture your connection to animals with enlightening information from the innovators who make their world a better place. This is Mind Body Pause on Empower Radio. Now, here's your host, fellow animal lover, Charlie Kale. Hello and welcome. Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. This is show number 53, Heart of the Horse Medicine with Ginny Jablonski, going further into the special healing energies coming from and needed for our equine friends. I'm Charlie Kale, a passionate dog and cat mom, broadcaster and Reiki master and practitioner in San Francisco at Energy Healing for People and Paws. I do Reiki and intuitive counseling for people and animals all over the world because energy transcends space and time. And we can do it on Zoom or Skype or the phone. You get to choose. Reiki helps you de-stress, helps relax your nervous system, then helps strengthen your immunity. You can find out more on my website at charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com. And right now, as we're all trying to strengthen our immune systems, I'm relieved knowing that my dogs and my cat and I... I need to include me in there too. I'll take the best probiotic I could find. I've tried so many different brands trying to save money, but still make it worth it and get good quality. And I finally found one that pulls glyphosate out of your system. It's by Purium. Purium as in pure premium, organic plant-based superfood supplements. Epigenius for dogs also strengthens joints at the same time with the same type of high-quality herbs and minerals that I was buying individually to put in their food. But Purium can get it cleaner, better quality, lower prices than I can. I was so impressed. I joined their team, and I made them my sponsor. Go to ishoppurium.com, put in my code to get a 25% discount. It's MindBodyPause. ishoppurium.com with discount code MindBodyPause. This is your safe place to honor animals where we'll nurture our connection to them mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. I made my guest stick around with me to do a third show. Yes, I held her hostage on the airwaves so she would keep sharing her vast knowledge. She's an animal communicator, an equine medicine facilitator, inspirational speaker, and opioid crisis advocate. She found out she could telepathically communicate with plants and animals only after having a near-death experience, which came as quite a shock. She was a retired international private security agent, so this was not her background, but it launched her into a deep and profound journey 
of spiritual education and physical healing, which allowed her to overcome abuse, PTSD, and the effects of Lyme disease. She focuses on sharing the tools that she successfully used to overcome the debilitating effects of trauma for both people and animals. So welcome back for show number three with you from Prescott, Arizona, Ginny Jablonski. Thank you, Charlie. I am so thrilled to come back. (laughs) So we've been talking about animal and plant communication, about healing trauma in ourselves and our animals, about clearing some of this negative energy from everything going on in our environment these days off of ourselves, off of our animals, so they don't keep absorbing it. Now let's talk about horse medicine. (laughs) There is healing for horses. There is healing we get from horses in June. You do both. Yes. And there are there's more than one kind of equine therapy. And the type that I do involves animal communication and wisdom from the horses directly. It is not the um, structured therapeutic environment with a mental health professional um, at a, a facility specific, specifically geared toward whether it be disabled persons or veterans, et cetera. Um, Mine mine is a little different. So I just want to make sure that we recognize the distinction. Oh, and we're going to, because you're going to explain it to us. So what is it about horses that make them such wonderful, special healers? Well, superficially and scientifically, I think it's very well accepted, especially in the last, you know, 15 or 20 years or so with heart math, that the horse's heart is 10 times the size of a human heart and the horse's electromagnetic energy field is uh, roughly, you know, five to, it depends who you talk to, five to 10 times uh, larger than a human's electromagnetic energy field. So when we talk about crystals or sage or um, frequency healing, the electromagnetic energy of a horse's heart is, is energy, it's frequency. And we can become uh, connected to a person when we walk into a room. So if you're in a room and I walk into the room, we can develop heart coherence between us. As long as I'm not totally, you know, spinning or hyper or angry, we can come into a heart coherence where our heart rhythm will begin to mirror one another, match one another. And that happens with human and animal as well. It's been proven to happen with dogs, not only horses, but we're specifically talking about horses here today. When a human walks into the electromagnetic energy field of a horse, the heart coherence, the strong, steady, rhythmic nature of their heart rate variability has an effect on the smaller heart of the human. So from a very simple, very scientific perspective, that is one of the ways in which animals can affect humans. Now, how does that help us? 
it is proven that the rhythm of our heart affects our nervous system. It affects how our nervous system, whether it be sympathetic or parasympathetic, instruct the organs and glands of the brain and the body to produce and regulate chemicals. So certain emotions or thoughts that we generate affect the rhythm of our heart, and then in turn, that electromagnetic rhythm or heart rate variability communicates with the body and tells the body how to operate, whether functioning with ease and incoherence and balance or incoherently creating dis-ease. Does that make sense? Yes. So, yeah, that that's amazing. Now, I like to take it a little bit further. Well, it's not a personal preference. It's what happens. Um, as we've demonstrated in the last couple of shows that we've done together, I communicate with animals on two levels. One is their personality self, the personality that has been affected by the drama, the trauma, the emotional phenomenon, the interpersonal relationship and interplay between animals and other animals and animals and human, the body and the ways in which the body is affected, as we just demonstrated from heart coherence, Disupregulating, downregulating certain hormones, chemical processes, etc., and in animals' energy field, the same as a person. So, our personality, our unhealed wounds, our emotions affect our health, affect our uh, physical body, whether or not we are happy, healthy, etc. I also speak with them at the level of what the Taoists call the original spirit, what the Hindu called the Atman, what the uh, metaphysical uh, people refer to as the higher self, the soul essence, the spirit, that uncorruptible part of ourself that is what some people like to refer to as divine. It is organic, the original spark, the original aspect of the creator. That is the part of us that has access to all of the wisdom of the universe. And in communicating with that part of the animal spirit, a lot of healing can take place. Now, there are some very uh, traditional, uh, fundamental animal communicators who don't believe that animals can have any knowledge beyond their life experience. So, for example, if a, if I ask a cat, where do you, where's your favorite place to sit in the house? And the cat says to me, I like sitting on the desk where the orange scissors are. Some animal communicators will say that couldn't have been the cat talking to you because the cat doesn't know what scissors are. But in fact, communication is energy. Thoughts are photons of light. Light holds information. You and I, we are all exchanging energy and information all day long. The way my energy field interprets it is through psychic senses. There are eight psychic senses. Only interpreting it through a picture or through a word or language is very limiting. So while it may be true that the animal 
in some people might believe the animal might not have had access to the word scissors, it didn't mean that the cat or the dog never saw the scissors before and couldn't send a picture of scissors. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. And then to take that one step further, um, whether you're talking about there's a beautiful woman who does gestalt therapy, teaches gestalt therapy with horses uh, in Colorado, and there are other types of therapies as well. There are some people who don't necessarily believe in the efficacy of that and the legitimacy of that modality because they don't believe that animals can help us heal a trauma or understand a trauma that they have not experienced in their life. And from my perspective, that is very limiting. From my perspective, animals have access to all wisdom and information and understanding throughout the entire universe. Some may be limited because they are traumatized. Some may not be able to access that. But those animals who step forward to do this kind of healing generally do have access to that ultimate universal wisdom. Does that, is that a good way of sort of introducing it? Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> it's mind blowing. And you're you're breaking it down so easily and clearly for everyone, because I understood these things on a, an energetic level, but I, I would have never been able to explain it as clearly as you do. All righty. Well, what would you like me to give examples? What would you what would you like to hear? Because we can go in so many directions with this. So just a, um, sure. An example of someone who is healed by a horse, it, it, kind of what the what they go through, how that works. I mean, um, I don't mean scientifically, but just sure. to, you know how that flows and then i know you're also very talented in in ways you help heal horses well there there are so many different unique gifts that animals have not all animals have all gifts it's often um a certain animal wisdom or animal medicine is often assigned to to animals that they have all medicine and all wisdom and all gifts. And that's not been my experience. Certain animals have preference or are better at certain things. So, for example, a horse might prefer to work with a human to um, help them fine-tune their discernment or to help them manage their energy better or to help them regulate their hormones or to help them clear a past life or to help them understand where they might have an energy block in their body or to help them break down a relationship to where they can forgive, to let the people experience in a non-judgmental way understand where it is they're stuck in moving away from unforgiveness. So there are a lot of different ways that animals can offer wisdom to a person, not the least of which is just doing energy work themselves, but not all do. Um, I recently became aware of a program where there's someone trying to teach horses how to do Reiki. And it, that is um, kind of like trying to teach a rocket scientist how to do um, algebra. 
Horses don't need to be taught how oh, to do got it. Do, do, got do, it. Do, they do are I mean? Reiki. They they're they're, they're rocket are, scientists. They're yes, exactly. Rocket scientists. They Nobody has are. to teach an animal. Right. Yeah. So um, but they have so many gifts and it is so varied. Um the the many ways in which they can impact a human is by just sending a message. Hey, you might want to look at this aspect of your life or you might want to work with this. Or I've had animals share with me concerns that the person is being abused either from a narcissist or sexually or um, there's something inappropriate going on in the home, um, et cetera. And I've have, I've had to ask those questions. And I've never had a horse be wrong. I've mm. never had somebody say to me, Ginny, I do not resonate at all with what you're saying. Um, a- animals are just so incredibly loving and, uh, and conscious and aware and unconditionally loving and supportive. Uh, some of the other ways that um, humans can be helped is I had a client once with who had an uh, aneurysm that resulted in a stroke and the horse was able to help clear some trapped energy in his brain. Um, You can often, if you're able to perceive energy, you can often watch a horse literally pull from a human body energy. Now, I don't advocate for humans or horses in any way for us to be to totally give our power over to someone else or an animal to heal us and say thank you very much and leave. Uh, It's really important from my perspective, based on my life experience and my experience with a lot of traumatized clients, that if we don't understand what we're releasing, if we don't stand in our power and take responsibility for it for ourselves and intend to heal, not only that, but believe that we can heal, the healing will have little to no effect. Right. And I feel that that's very important with animals, which is why I feel that it's important to receive messages from the animals, corresponding messages, not just walk into a round pen and walk out and say, I'm magically healed. I don't know what happened, but gee, I feel a lot better um, because a lot of times that energy will just return as you start driving away from the barn or um, something else will have to happen in your life to remind you that Sure, you shifted a little bit of energy, but you didn't deal with the underlying issue. And it's to me, that's very important in any healing, including healing with horses or or dogs or any animal. Oh, most definitely. So the people really need to want to heal and want to or be willing to look within and go deeper and want to change thought patterns and and ways of thinking and shift things within absolutely and and sometimes the healing that we want is not always the healing that we need we might say you know i have this pattern in my life or i want a better job or i want to make more money and the horses really go deeper they go to not just the symptom they go to the underlying cause. What is the pattern? What is the belief system? What is the unhealed wound? What is the event that took place, the trauma, the unhealed trauma within us that is 
generating this a pattern of speech, pattern of behavior, pattern of events or failed relationships or difficulties that we continue to experience, but we don't understand there's a reason for it, there's a message in it, we just haven't been able to get our own message. Yeah, right. That makes so much sense. So how about some of the wonderful ways you help heal a horse who needs your help? Again, it's so it is unique to each and every animal. Um, I've had animals that uh, are traumatized from working in equine therapy programs. And that's very true. Wow. There are no standards of care for horses in equine therapy programs. And many are just used as tools. Um, They're used every day. They're used multiple times a day. They have poor fitting tack. Um, People uh, don't recognize the difficulty that they might be having in managing their own energy, et cetera. But that's another show. In fact, that's another series of shows because that's a very touchy subject. That breaks my heart. Yeah. Because, you know, it's under the guise of charity and therapy. Well, it's not a guise. It's real. It's true. But in that process, animals are being abused energetically and taken advantage of. And I have people call me, not a week goes by where a woman doesn't call me and say, I just went to get certified in an equine coaching or therapy program, and I'm traumatized either from the way they were treated by the person teaching the class or by the treatment of the animals in the class that they were literally experiencing emotional upset in the presence of these traumatized animals every day, Or they say they're working at a therapy program currently and they are trying to get the people to understand that the animals are not, um, that their behavior problems are stemming from maybe overwork or trauma. And the the people who are very scientifically minded um, say, well, the horse is just going to have to suck it up. That's a direct quote. Uh, I I had a person call me last week. I think it was um, Kansas City, Missouri area or something. And she said, um, I just get the feeling that this horse doesn't like four people in its energy field at once. And I said, you're exactly right. The horse cannot manage its own energy. It's a big problem. In some therapy programs, there are two sidewalkers, a leader, um, and there's the the, the person who is disabled on top of the horse, etc. And some horses just can't handle it. And I recently spoke with a member of the PATH Uh, foundation board um, who's certified in just about everything you can be certified in PATH. And my first question was, in all of these books, these two and three inch books for equine guided education, are there any standards of care or guidelines for the ways in which horses are to be used? And she kind of was taken aback. And then her face sunk and her whole body, everything, her shoulders sunk. And she said, no, but there should be. And then she revealed to me that the burnout rate for horses in these therapy programs is anywhere from three to 18 months. And the initial assessment and training period itself is three months. And done well, done right, honoring these horses' energy and and communicating with them and working with them, no horse should ever burn out ever from doing something they love and they were put here on earth to do if that is their mission. No horse should ever burn out from it if they are handled well and treated well. Oh, boy. 
I need you, Jenny Jablonski, to overhaul the system. <laughs> you are a fierce lady. You can do it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to do it incrementally. Because <laughs> I know. It's something that you can't come out and, 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 and just say these things necessarily in the wrong um, environment. But I am um, involved with an international movement to support the consciousness of animals. Um, it involves uh, neuroscience and heart math and compassion. And um, we're trying to put together protocols and guidelines for um, these types of of programs and also support alternative and complementary care for the field of veterinary medicine as well. And there are a lot of veterinarians that are stepping forward today um, who are very sensitive and who recognize that some of these alternative modalities, not the least of which is, you know, acupuncture, acupressure, massage, um, lasers, um, you know, and other types of devices, some of which are not that helpful, um, the animals tell me. But there is a lot more, I think, that we can offer animals when we recognize that just like in humans, a lot of pain for animals is just trapped energy, trapped emotions. And that's the work that I really enjoy doing is helping people, um, help, pardon me, helping especially horses not take on others' energy to help them understand that it's not obligatory. They do not have to do it. Some rescued horses, dogs, etc. they feel so beholden to their um to their owner that they want to take on their emotional stress. They think they're doing us a favor and really they're not, they're causing themselves disease and um, mental anguish and, and eventually physical, actual cancer or certain diseases. And I've had clients where I've witnessed that happen, where I've said to the client, you have a famous dog. They have 60,000 followers on Facebook. They're, they're getting awards, award-winning dogs in, in you know, canine therapy. And he will die of cancer if you do not shift this, if you do not allow me to. And within you know, 12 or 14 months, he had passed of cancer in exactly the way I said it would happen. So it, it happens quite a bit. It's very true that animals have a problem managing uh, their own energy oftentimes, and there are a myriad of reasons why that could be. And that's my specialty. And that's, I want to end it on a high note. That's your specialty, how you can break through, communicate with the animal. And we never even got to plants and how amazing that is. But you communicate with the animal and be able to bring that to light. So thinking can be shifted in the animal and the human. Yes, very much. And and just like humans, it's a process of reconnecting to that original spark, to healing their heart, the heart being the gateway to our to that essence, that soul spirit, and helping them to clear the blocks in their energy field so that they can remember that they are just like us, these divine infinite beings of tremendous potential and possibility who have the ability to manage our own energy and heal ourselves and others if we choose. But some don't choose to. And that's good to know too. It is their choice. All sentient beings have freedom of choice. Absolutely. Ginny, thank you so much for your wealth of knowledge, wisdom, 
inspiration, experience, and generosity for sharing it with us, that I've made you be here for three shows, and this being the third one. So anyone who didn't hear either of the first two um, with so much fascinating information, please go back and listen to those. You can find them on my page at Empower Radio. So find out more about Ginny Jablonski and horse medicine and animal communication at heartofthehorse.us. That's her website, heartofthehorse.us. Thank you, Jenny. And thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me on Mind, Body, Pause, Holistic Living for you and your animals. I'm Charlie Kale. If you need some de-stressing, email me about doing some distant healing Reiki over Zoom, Skype, or the phone for you or your animals anywhere in the world. Go to charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com, and you can find past shows on there as well as on my page at Empower Radio. Thank you, Purium, with your pure premium organic plant-based superfoods that boost your immunity and pull glyphosate out of your system for you and your dogs. Go to ishoppurium.com, put in my discount code for 25% off. Discount code is MINDBODYPAUSE. Thank you, Brent Carey, the founder and CEO of Empower Radio. Thank you, Remy Smith in the studio in Detroit. Take care and remember that no matter what's going on with your animals, don't beat yourself up thinking you could have done better because you really are doing the best you can. And they know it. They chose you anyway, and they love you for it. Mind Body Pause is a guilt-free zone. See you next time. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Debbie Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.